Hello and welcome to the Halls of Ivy from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Slips, the beer that made Milwaukee famous, presents the Halls of Ivy, starring Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. This is Ronald Coleman. And Benita Coleman. Inviting you to join us again on the campus of Ivy College as the guests of our sponsors, the brewers of Schlitz beer. The taste of Schlitz. The taste so many people prefer has made Schlitz beer first in sales in the USA. If you like good beer, do as millions of people are doing all over the nation. Ask for Schlitz, the most popular beer in history. that is, in the town of Ivy, USA. Some people can go out for an evening simply because they want to go out, and with no apologies to anyone. But Dr. William Tomhunter Hall, president of Ivy, who takes his responsibilities and his obligations quite seriously, feels that taking his wife for a drive in the country demands some kind of justification. He tries to expiate his sense of guilt with a little help from Walt Whitman. And light-hearted, I take to the open road. Healthy, free, except for gasoline at 28 cents a gallon. <laughs> the world before me, the long brown path before me. The path that I see is gray, love. Gray with a white stripe. Uh, thank you, darling. The long gray with a white stripe path before me, leading wherever I choose. Uh-huh. Done with indoor complaints, libraries, querulous criticism. Well, now you skipped a couple of lies, didn't you? The ones about them. Henceforth, I ask not good fortune. I myself am good fortune. Oh, you say, why, Vicky, my darling, you astonish and delight me. Is Walt Whitman one of your favorites? Well, he is now, but uh, I must say I, I met him accidentally. <laughs> uh, how does one meet poets accidentally? Well, I used to know Paul Whiteman quite well. I like him very much. Uh, I saw a book in the library that said Whiteman on the back of it, and I thought it was his autobiography, only when I got it home, it wasn't Whiteman, it was Whitman. <laughs> I read it anyway. Right. Uh-oh. You've got, you got a middle-of-the-road fellow ahead of us, haven't we? Yes, yes. One of those drivers who thinks that holding the crown of the road makes him king of the highway. <laughs> Genus Roadhog, Porcus Macadamus. Hard of hearing, soft of brain, and short of physical violence, difficult to persuade. Oh, and that one, he wobbled a bit. <laughs> Conditioned reflex means nothing. <laughs> oh, well, I see no point in making an issue of it, considering that we have no commitment to get any particular place at this particular time. Well, you can always go Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, oh, what about that road to the right? Quite attractive. Shall we take it? No, how can we lose except friend Porcus? Yeah, I'll bet there wouldn't be half as many accidents if a lot of drivers had better manners. They want to buy Emily Post a motorcycle and let her patrol the road. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid idea. <laughs> it's strange 
is how low test stability can be accelerated with high test gasoline. <laughs> how a foot on the throttle seems to throttle the pleasanter instincts. I think I'll do a monograph on the subject entitled The Internal Combustion Engine. How it takes the gentility out of a gent and the, the, the gallantry out of a gal. Uh, the strong chapter on women drivers, I suppose. No, no, not necessarily. No, dear, but uh, I have two leading exhibits in my own gallery. I classify them as the, the stoplight soloists and the intersection dramatists. Oh, yes, I know, I know. The stoplight soloist is the one who starts honking at you from behind right after the light changes. Yes. Yes, that, that, that type is usually a man. Uh, but the intersection dramatist is, uh, the intersection dramatist is usually a woman. It is the kind who makes a great big purple adventure of a left-hand turn. <laughs> she, she signals tentatively, if at all, sets her teeth in an animal's mouth, makes a wide swing to the right, and then, and, and, and then... Uh, What's the matter? Uh, the motor, it's, um, it's missing a little. Missing a little what? A little, a little, a little joie de vivre or something. Uh, I suppose you're going to claim we're out of gas, Casanova. I know you college boys. <laughs> Dear girl, uh, such a primitive amatory rules would not have occurred to me. No, no, I, I'm above such sophomoric stratagems. My romantic, romantic approach would be on a more uh, cerebral plane. Books, flowers, concerts, perfume, compliments, a steady but forceful wearing down of opposition. Yeah, well, all the opposition you got from me, darling, you could put in your eye. <laughs> Well, at least you gave me the illusion of being masterful, for which I'm grateful. Now, let me see. Hmm. Oh, lights seem to be as bright as usual. Start are full of energy. Yep. Is on. We, we have plenty of fuel. Yes. Obviously some mechanical failure. Well, anything mechanical beyond winding a clock or turning a doorknob is quite apt to be out of my province. <laughs> Well, I suppose I should make a modest effort to locate the trouble. Have we a flashlight, my sweet? Yes, it's here in the glove compartment, I think. Yeah, and let me see. Yes, masks and golf tees. Oh, there's that black glove I've been looking for. And how on earth did this marble get in here? Yes, I know. Any flashlights? No, not yet. But I found your broken sunglasses and everything. Oh, it's half a bar of chocolate. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> First time I've ever tasted tin foil wrapped in chocolate. Yeah, yeah, there's a flashlight, Vicky. Yeah, and, oh, Toddy, look what I found. An invitation to the opening of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, up here. Get here, the flashlight. It works, too. Surprise. darling, I shall, I shall now attempt a graceful, um, or graceful bit of mechanical legitimacy. <laughs> Ah, Vicky, what a lovely night. Come on, come out and sit on the running board. Yeah, this car doesn't have any running boards, you trickster. <laughs> I'll lean against the fender and criticize. But go ahead, open the lid and take a look. It's uh, probably just a loose tube. <laughs> Carlyle, who said, man is a tool-using animal. Nowhere do you find him without tools. Without tools, he is nothing. With tools, he is all. All? No, all. Oh. 
Jones, Carlyle, it is obvious, <laughs> didn't realize my infelicity with a screwdriver. Yeah, well, somebody's coming up the road, Tony, and I don't think it's Carlyle. Well, I'd settle for Mr. Kettering as General Motors. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, that was just a minor pleasantry to show that my spirits are not drooping. Yes. Uh, uh, hello there. Hi. You got trouble? Uh, yes, apparently. I thought I recognized the car you passed me a while back. Yeah, you should have come to ride with that pack of books you're carrying. <laughs> But in the light of what happened, it wouldn't have done you much good. Oh, I don't mind the walk. I walk home from the Ivy Library all the time. You walk from Ivy? Why? That's at least five miles. It's near as six. That's not far when you've got the time. I try to make the time. After a few hours' study, I need the walk. Say, can I hold the flashlight for you? Yeah, well, I thank you. That would help you. Yeah. You see, I think better when I walk. Really? I think best than a shower box. But it's um, too wet to make notes, so I always forget what I thought. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, uh, walking these days is uh, generally regarded as an obsolete type of locomotion. I'm happy to hear that you find it useful. Uh, it's a pet theory of mine that men have forgotten how to think because they've forgotten how to walk. Look at the Greeks. Where? <laughs> uh, where's my, um, where, 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 where's my screwdriver? Well, it's in your left hand, yes. Oh. That's a hammer in your right hand. <laughs> Look at the peripatetic philosophers. They knew what they were doing. That's why Aristotle used to teach his students while walking in the woods outside of Athens. Why did it possibly be easy? They don't do that anymore in college. They keep you clamped up in a room, and then they say, study hard and widen your horizon. In a room. Because uh, on the other hand, there have been many men who have taken a long walk in the world and never left their own four walls. Uh, the, the sedentary travelers, the, 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 the armchair wanderers, the, 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 the spark plugs look all right. This is, uh, <laughs> How are you doing, Willie Woodpecker? Have you found anything wrong? The, the only thing I found wrong is that so far I found everything right. Oh. What about your generator? Did you check your points yet? Points? Hmm. Oh, oh, yes, points. Uh, now, 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 now. <laughs> points, yes. Now, now we're getting somewhere. Yes, well, what are our points? Point me out some points. <laughs> <laughs> They're right in here, ma'am. Oh, well, you, uh, you sound as if you had some practical experience in these matters. Well, I guess you could call me a mechanic. My dad owns a garage, and I'm always working on cars myself. Well, we need a fresh mind on this problem. The trouble may be with your distributor. Yes, William. You'd better call him first thing in the morning. <laughs> Now, check on the ignition cable and the contact points. Trace the lead lines to the induction coil and the battery, and then check for a vapor lock in the fuel line. I should do that. <laughs> Here, let me help you. All right, Vicky, try starting the motor. Yeah, but can you have to open everything first, darling? You maybe all yeah, but let's keep them on your hands for all time's sake. It's okay, ma'am. Go ahead. Fine. Fine. Vicky, you can turn it off now. Well, congratulations. It's a remarkable example of collaboration and a most illuminating half hour on philosophy. I'm sorry. When I get started on that, I'm off to the races. That's my subject. <laughs> uh, I hope the discussion distracted your attention from my mechanical ineptitude. Well, you did a swell job, sir. You've got to have a feel for that sort of thing. Well, I don't get much opportunity, but I like to use my hands. Someone once observed that it's a moot point whether the human hand created the human brain or the brain created the hand. Hey, I like that. Who said it? 
Of which I haven't the slightest identification of. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he did say that his father owns a garage. Yeah, which we now know is in Oregon. But he also said that he works on cars all the time. Which is probably what he's doing now. So? Vicky, as it's such a common, if controversial, practice to shop around for promising athletes, I don't think it was the reprehensible in our part if we went out of our way a little to recruit one promising student. Well, that's right. We could use some brains with our biceps. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, biceps is derived from the Latin meaning two-headed. Now, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Glad to be able to keep your nose at the two grindstones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, now let, let's get in the car and start looking for a young Aristotle in a grease. We'll take a spin for spinners. <laughs> have a young man working here named Kimball? Uh, Sam Kimball? No, no, Dr. Hall. He left one over to Watertown about six months ago. No, no, no. Jefferson Kimball. Oh, Kimball. No, never heard of him. You might try Pete's. I think they took on a new man. Oh, oh well, uh, thank you. Say, uh, wait a minute, Dr. Hall. Your back tire looks awful low. Oh? Why, I just had it checked when I got gasoline. Well, and I'm afraid you've got a slow leak. Better leave the tire here. Let me fix it. Oh, all right. Uh, hey. Hey, do you have a mechanic here named Jefferson Kimball? Kimball? No, nobody here by that name, Dr. Hall. I see. Thank you. Oh, uh, say, Dr. Hall. Yes? Brace your motor, will you? Why, right, all right. Ah, hear that whistle? You got a weak gasket there. You can spare 20 minutes, I'll fix it for you. 20 minutes? Kimball? No, not here. Say, Dr. Hall, have you looked at your paint job recently? Well, no, I haven't. Yeah, it's beginning to flake a little. What, 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 really? Yeah, I'm running a special this week. I don't want to press at you or anything, but you better not let this go. Better bring it in and let me paint it for you. I'm sorry, Dr. Hall. It'll take me till Saturday to finish the job, but you couldn't drive it out of this garage in the condition it's in anyways. I couldn't guarantee what might happen. Well, I can guarantee what'll happen. We'll walk home. <laughs> Well, as uh, one comforting thought, Vicky, we will eventually have a completely reconstructed vehicle. Mm-hmm. At a cost which I hesitate to estimate. Not being under the influence of that one. <laughs> yes, yeah. and all on account of Mr. Kimball, who ought to say ours at the garage. The counts, that is. <laughs> uh, one thing he's done, he's given me an appetite. Uh, there's nothing better than the mental stimulation that comes from walking. Oh, and... darling, I hope Mr. Kimball is tender, because I think we're going to have him for dinner. What? Yeah, look, look, the hills come to the walls. There he is, sitting right on our front porch. Yes, go, Dr. Hall. Well, hello. Oh, Mr. Kimball, I'm happy to see you. Uh, I know you're busy, Dr. Hall, and I don't want you to think I'm taking advantage of you just because of last night. But you see, I've come a long way. Yes, Oregon, and I thought you might be... Oregon? Well, did I tell you I was from Oregon? No, your mother did. Mother? Mm-hmm. She wrote me a letter thanking me for being kind to you. Oh, oh, well, I can explain that, Dr. Oh, no, that isn't necessary, but uh, 
Uh, did you want to see me about something? Yes, sir. I wondered if you'd speak to Professor Thorndike for me. I'd like to ask his advice on certain matters. And I thought I might even get permission to audit some of his classes. <laughs> Oddly enough, I've already spoken to him about you. You see, I assumed that you were a student that I made. Oh, I want to be, Dr. Hall, but I can't. Well, what's the matter? Not enough credit? Oh, no, no. I was too late. It rained and I missed the boat. Well, I, I, I know it rains a great deal in Oregon, but what has that to do with you not getting into Ivy? Well, oh, it didn't rain in Oregon, Dr. Hall. It rained in South Dakota. Hmm. It seems a little cloudy here, too. <laughs> what I mean is I, I hitchhiked to Ivy, but I was marooned for five days in South Dakota and missed the entrance examination. Well, why didn't you haul up for help when you got here? Because the delay was my own fault. I didn't have any foresight. I should have allowed enough marking to get here in time. Well, the knowledge of the weather is not a prerequisite of this college. Uh, it's true that we have a closing date for examinations, but occasionally I exercise my dictatorial powers and set back the calendar. Then, you mean I can still get in? Oh, well, after the grease you got on my husband, he can use a little of it to slide you into school. <laughs> Jeff, I sometimes have a terrifying picture of college as a huge machine for grinding out credits and building up muscles. But I'm reassured when someone like you comes along who will take, oh, let us say, elementary astronomy because he wants to know something about the universe and not because it's a snap course worth two units. So welcome to Ivy. I don't know how to thank you, Dr. Hall. Oh, no, no, then please don't. No, no, no. I, I believe with Shakespeare that silence is the perfected herald of joy. I were but little happy if I could say how much. And in your case, Jeff, getting into college really was just a matter of mechanics. of Ivy, starring Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman, has been presented by Schlitz, the beer that made Milwaukee famous. The taste of Schlitz. The taste so many people prefer has made Schlitz beer first in sales in the USA. Why don't you two enjoy the most popular beer in history? Next time, every time, ask for Schlitz beer. Now, here again are Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. Good night, everybody. Good night from all of us. And from our sponsor, the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and its thousands of friendly dealers throughout the nation. Good night. Good night. Good night. week at the same time at the Halls of Ivy starring Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. Jeff Kimball was played by Victor Perrin. Others in our cast were Paul Fries and Jerry House. Tonight's script was written by Barbara and Milton Merlin and Don Quinn. Music composed and conducted by Henry Russell. The Halls of Ivy was created by Don Quinn, directed by Matt Wolf, and presented to the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company of Milwaukee.